0: Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser. So grateful that you've joined us. Thank you for tuning in to 99.1 FM WJMM. So grateful to be on the air with you today. I want to encourage you today in the area of faith and prayer. And I've been sharing my ministry journey. First, uh, last week and the week before, I shared my personal journey. But now I'm sort of sharing my ministry journey and I shared yesterday how I've worked in these mega churches, and when I got to my church in Colorado, I knew that God was uh, wanting me to encourage the body of Christ in the area of prayer and the Holy Spirit and faith. Those are the big, those are the big three things, and uh, uh, that God always instilled in my heart. And I remember when we I first got on staff, we went to a big conference in Atlanta, uh, a drive conference to go see Andy Stanley, and it was the first. Um, conference that andy was speaking with his dad charles stanley and if you know anything about the stanleys they are two opposite uh beings and they couldn't be more opposite uh as far as how they do ministry and how they preach and and uh, even what they believe to be honest with you uh but uh and we went to the DRIVE conference. There was about 14 of us pastors and elders and leaders uh, that went to the conference because the lead pastor sort of had a man crush on Andy Stanley and uh, just wanted to learn how, how, how they do church better. And he was just taking over the church. And we decided to go. And my wife prays about it. And uh, so when Carolyn prays, you've heard on this radio show that when she prays, something happens. My wife has the gift of prayer. She has the gift of faith. And she starts praying and, and give you a little background. Uh, my wife has a history with Charles Stanley, uh, and so when we, when we were going through marital problems, she would drive hours uh, to other states as far as uh, northern Illinois and back to Kentucky, and she would listen to Charles Stanley on the radio, and Charles Stanley ministered to her so much on the radio, especially when we were going through our marital problems uh, when she found out uh, that I, 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 I wasn't faithful, I wasn't saved, and she didn't know whether we were going to stay married or not, and uh, and Charles Stanley ministered to her in so many miraculous and powerful and grace-filled ways. Also, her dad, uh, her dad got saved watching Charles Stanley on television at 70 years old, tuned into a Charles Stanley television television, uh, Show and at the end, when Charles gave an invitation, uh, Carolyn's dad accepted Jesus Christ, and for the last 12 years of his life, uh, he faithfully served Jesus as his Lord and Savior and in, in his local church. And, uh, and that was just a wonderful miracle. And so, her history with Charles Stanley is important, and she knew that everyone was going to want to hear Andy and not anybody was really going to want to meet and talk to Charles Stanley. So she prays about it and she gets this vision or this word that I'm going to meet Charles Stanley. She goes, I prayed about this conference and you're supposed to meet Charles Stanley. And I said, well, if you think I'm supposed to meet Charles Stanley and if you think God impressed that on your heart, I believe I'm going to meet Charles Stanley. Well, she just doesn't stop there. She proceeds to tell everyone on my staff Uh, that Bill's going to meet Charles Stanley. You're going to go to this conference, but I want to tell you, Bill's going to have a personal encounter with Charles Stanley. Now, they already think that she's just crazy already because she's just doing this prophesying and sharing this vision that God gave her. And they're not used to stuff like that at this church. It's a very mechanical church, not relying on the power of the Holy Spirit, not relying on the power of prayer. And uh, so uh, it's just a typical modern day uh, seeker-friendly church, and uh, so all the staff thought that she was loony uh, by just you know sharing that. Well, we 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 leave for Atlanta. We get to the conference. We go a day early, and we stop in a place in Alpharetta at a PF Chang's restaurant, probably the largest PF Chang's I've ever uh, uh, went to, and we all get there. Fourteen of us all sitting down together, and. I remember even them joking about me meeting Charles Stanley. And about 10 minutes after they even mentioned something about it, who walks into the restaurant? It's Charles Stanley. But he's on the other side of the restaurant, way, I mean, just completely on the other side. But I noticed him because you can't miss this guy. He's really tall. He's got a bop to his walk. He's got a bop to his talk. And uh, you always know when Charles Stanley walks into a room, I said, boys, you'll never believe who just walked into the restaurant. Uh, They said, don't tell me. I said, absolutely. It's Charles Stanley. And they couldn't believe it. So I called my wife up. I said, Carolyn, I said, we're here in Georgia and we got here safely. We're sitting in a PF change. You'll never believe who walked into the restaurant. She said, Charles Stanley walked in, didn't he? I said, how do you know this stuff? She goes, well, remember, I prayed about it. And then she said this to me. Well, don't get up out of your seat. Don't go over and say anything to him because you'll blow the whole deal. You see, she knows I'm a type A personality. And uh, she knows that I I don't have any reservations about approaching anyone and saying, you know, my wife prayed about this, that we're supposed to meet. uh, But she she wanted to make sure uh, that the vision was really from God and that I wouldn't manipulate any of it. So she she told me sternly, sit down and. And don't go over and say anything to him because you'll blow the whole deal. So I don't say anything. And so I hang up the phone with Carolyn. And about 20 minutes later, Charles Stanley proceeds to get up and walk across the entire restaurant. He doesn't acknowledge a single person in the entire place. And then he stops at our table. Doesn't acknowledge a single person at our table except me. And he looks at me and he says, son, tell me who you are, where you're from. And why you're here. And I said, well, my name is Bill Reeser and I'm a pastor and I'm here to see you speak. And he said, well, that's just fantastic. Who are you here with? And he had me introduce my entire staff and he said, I hope you guys have a great conference. And he left just like that. And everyone on my staff, the other pastors, the other elders, their jaws just dropped that Charles Stanley would get up, not say anything to anyone in the restaurant and come over. Say hello to me, ask me who I am, introduce myself, and then speak to us, and then he left. Everyone was just amazed at that miracle. Well, the miracle didn't stop there. I called my wife up, and I said, Carolyn, you'll never believe what just happened. She goes, he came over and spoke to you, didn't he? I said, how do you know this stuff? She goes, well, I prayed about it, and God told me that that was going to happen. Just like that. I said, that's just amazing. So I'm on the phone with her talking to her about this, you know, just sharing this miracle of this vision that she had that Charles Stanley came over. And as I'm speaking to her, I get a tap on my shoulder and it's Charles Stanley. And Charles Stanley taps me on my shoulder and says, son, I think I'm supposed to have a conversation with you. And I looked at him and I had my phone next to my ear And I I take the phone off my ear with Carolyn on the other line. And I went to, I said to Charles Stanley, I said, sir, my wife prayed that this would happen. Why don't you talk to her? And I gave the phone to him. And at that moment, my wife had the opportunity to thank Charles Stanley for all that he had done. You see, she had meant to write him a letter. uh, And she was prompted to write him a letter, but she never wrote that letter. But she prayed about the conference and instead of sending that letter, which she wasn't prompted to, she was prompted to pray and God opened up a door for her to speak to him directly and tell Charles Stanley how grateful she was for his ministry, how he played a pivotal part in helping us uh, reconcile our marriage, how her dad got saved and it was just a wonderful conversation. And when he was done finishing, when he was finished talking to Carolyn, Carolyn hung up. And then Charles Stanley looked at me and he says, come over here, son. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about the power of prayer. I want to talk to you about the faithfulness of God and how God is relentless in making sure uh, that through prayer and how important prayer is, uh, that he'll do anything uh, to reach anybody and how he answers prayers and how our life is, how life with with Jesus is started by prayer, sustained by prayer, and how important it is to have a life of prayer, and how important it is to learn how to pray more effectively. He just started talking about the power of prayer to me and how important prayer is in, how, how important prayer is to any ministry, to any church, to any individual, and I remember taking that conversation, I don't know how long it was, maybe 15 minutes or so, and being so encouraged by that miracle that Charles Stanley came over didn't, with hundreds of people in that place, that through the power of prayer, through the power of God knowing every day of our life that's recorded in his book, that he could orchestrate something like that just because he loves us. Just because he hears us. That's how important prayer is. And that's why we have to pray each and every day. And I always thought that when I went to these churches, to work in these churches, that God would want me to teach people about prayer. But these churches had different ideas because they didn't really believe in corporate prayer and really pressing in prayer. They believed in praying, of course, but not really deep praying, not really pressing in, not really... Praying God's word, praying God's promises till they come to, pray, to come to pass. Not travailing prayer, you know. Not the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availing much. Not praying over the sick and having seeing miracles, seeing people get healed. Not praying, you know, prayers, in, you know, you know, in the heavenlies, doing warfare, praying, taking authority, uh, praying the blood, uh, taking thoughts captive in prayer putting on the armor in prayer, all these things that are so important in prayer. And I thought that that's the ministry that God would have me is 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 a prayer ministry. But these churches had different plans and that was okay. They wanted me to build recovery ministries because they knew that I came from a rough background of doing drugs and drinking. And churches think that recovery is just for people who struggle with drugs and alcohol. But that wasn't the case. You see, I knew that if someone was going to find freedom, they needed to know how to pray. They needed to know how to pray more effectively. They needed to know their identity in Christ. They needed to know how to pray and fight in prayer. They needed to know how to take authority over wicked spirits in prayer. They needed to know how to build their relationship with their Father in Heaven through prayer, through waiting on God. They needed to learn how to be in His presence through prayer. They needed to learn how to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit, how to get filled with the Holy Spirit, how to yield to the Holy Spirit, how to pray in the Spirit, how to operate in the Spirit, how to do battle in the Spirit. Spirit. See, they needed to know what Jesus did for them. They needed to know what the finished work of Christ is so they can live the crucified life of Christ. They needed to know what happens to them on the day of salvation, if they had a real salvation experience. These are all the things that I knew that I was discipled in, uh, that that God wanted me in, to instill into people when they got saved or lead them to a real salvation experience. Another thing that I discovered in these mega churches is that they, they would lead hundreds of people into a relationship with Jesus Christ, but they would leave out one critical part. And that was the part of repentance before salvation, which is such a key part. And I'll say, if you need saving from yourself, not your sins, if you need saving from yourself, trust in Jesus, trust in Jesus Christ, accept him, you know, just confess with your mouth that he's Lord and believe in your heart that you'll be saved, that you'll be saved and then get baptized. That all sounds biblical. And you know what? It is biblical. It's just what it leaves out. It leaves the repentance and the turning from your sins and turning to Jesus and trusting him for the forgiveness of your and the free gift of eternal life. You see, that's a prerequisite before salvation, and God wanted me to instill that in people so that they had a real salvation experience, so that they can trust in what Jesus has done for them, not in themselves, so that they can live the, the crucified life and discover the abundant life, because if they're not living the abundant life in Christ Jesus, they're living underneath their privilege as a child of the one true King. So, this caused a big problem for me, because I knew that if I was going to build a recovery ministry, it, I was going to turn it into a discipleship ministry. And they just wanted steps. They just wanted a process. They just wanted something really simple. They just didn't want something that even Jesus uh, modeled. The power of prayer, trusting in the power of prayer, trusting in the Word of God, trusting in the Holy Spirit, and trusting in a relationship with His Father. Those are the, those are the keys to living the Christian life. And those are the those are the keys that are instilled in the Encounter ministry. And I am so grateful that you're a part of this ministry and listening to the Encounter Radio Show.